Okay. Woo! Are you coffee? living example of you can get punched in the face and get back up because I'm the modern day Aztec warrior. <laughs>
And all respect to him, he got in the cage. But from the weigh-ins, you could tell mentally he wasn't there. So we, what we got is exactly what we expected and exactly what we wanted. And that's why I said I have another fight in three weeks. It was 40 seconds, in and out, clean. Nobody got hurt, so why not continue rolling? I mean, I'm a, I'm on an 11-fight win streak. I got momentum. That's just what I was about to ask, bro. You're on fire in 11-win streak, bro? That is insane. Yeah. Um, and I would say that it, even though – even though it is insane, I still like, like I said, we, we knew what we wanted. We knew what we had and we knew how to execute it. We we're running it in the back. I still nervous before every fight. I still like getting my hands wrapped is kind of like when I started to calm down. But like, I don't know, you know, every fight's the same. I understand what it is. So like on 11 fight win streak and is boastful as I may sound, I'm very humble in knowing that any person, whether their record is 0-2 or 2-0 or 11-0, can be the person to take that defeat away. Yeah. Yes. Who was it? Um, Big Tom Tom was it that? How old are you? I'm 22. Wow. Yeah, I got I got some years to do this. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man, you, like you said, you're on fire. You got this momentum going. How's it feel to not just be on that 11 win streak, but, you know, Sam can't fix the accolades. He made sure you got the proper representation. How's it feel to win not one, but two awards from the Heart and the Fight award show? I mean, I, I was blown away. It, to be completely honest, I didn't know if you could win more than one. So once I, once I got submission of the year, I was like, I was really hoping Florida Boy was going to win that rising star. Um, just because I felt like even though he had two fights before this year, nobody knew who he was. And then he came out and had two bangers this year and now everyone you know everyone everyone's messing with Florida boy MMA you know what I mean so I was hoping it would be him but um when I seen that I was in the nominations I, I was I was hype I think I was at uh I was at a burger place after my fight ordering food and I like my lady's trying to get me to order and I'm like hold on hold on I gotta join the live again I gotta join the live again so I was hype man it's awesome and it's like you know I've always watched street beefs and then thought it would be so cool to compete and then since I started competing I'm like what if I go for a belt and then I want a belt and then it's like it's just so many steps it's like you have all these goals and then you hit them and like I don't know I just I can't wait to bring the name of Street Beefs along with me when I go pro that's what I'm excited for to help Street Beefs the way they help me hey man you are representing very well man very well In inside the ring outside the ring uh, you know, you definitely made a fan out of me, but uh, real quick, you mentioned Florida Boy. Uh, I'm not too familiar with him. If you could uh, give me a little backstory on Florida Boy, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, there's plenty of people who need to look this man up. Okay, so, so Florida Boy, I wrestled with him in high school, he is a high school and collegiate wrestler. Um, after he got out of college. He decided to take up MMA and took his first fight actually here locally in our city and won. Won it very dominantly, too. It was, it, it was, a, it was a nice fight to watch. Um, after that, COVID hit. So good old Florida boy said, if I can't find Florida, I'm going to go up to Virginia and fight in the street beef yard. Mm -hmm. So he went and took two fights during the, like, around the COVID time. Um, won them both and then was able to secure more amateur fights so he didn't 
he didn't he just was focusing on his amateur career um i mean now he's five and four uh grab your belt come on he's five and four my dog just won his first amateur belt 125 um and yeah he's rolling he's four and oh in street beefs five and four in amateurs and Everyone, everyone likes to attach like his name to my name, but in reality, bro, like I was helping bro train, and that's what like he's like, bro. If you can't get an amateur fight, just go to street beats. And like two months later, they had their Tampa pop up event, so it, it was like it was like made so much sense. I couldn't get an amateur fight, and I'm sitting here training with him on our setup on the back porch, and then we we just rolled with it. And I took two fights my first day. And it just, like, just got the taste of it, bro. And I had wrestled in high school a little bit, only for a year. But, I mean, it was just the same thing. It was, it was, it was a contact combat sport. And it was the better man in there wins. And once I got a taste of it, I ran with it. But everyone always attaches his name to mine. But he, I mean, he's like the sensei and I'm like the student, man. That's really how it is. Respect, man. Yes, Definitely going to be looking up uh, his fights. Uh, actually, audience should be looking up both you guys. Hey, Cheers. check this shirt out, bro. Oh, yeah, sure. this boy has the dopest merch in the game. It's him uppercutting an alligator with his cowboy hat on and says, Florida boy. What? merch in the game, bro. Dope, man. Yes, dope. sir. <laughs> Damn, give me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to uh, say, one thing that caught my attention was because uh, with the Heart and the Fight Awards is you said something about how you didn't get there from talent. You got there from dedication. Yes. And I, I'm very curious, you know, how, how would you tell other people to kind of push through those days or how do you push through those days where you really don't want to, but you still go out there and you grind it out? Um, I mean, I, I can give it off for two points. First, I'll start as like a martial artist. If you ever want to become a professional in, in combat sports, I want you to think of it like this. Even if you came from poverty, from the worst of the worst, there is a person who has less than you and wants it more. And they have more reasons, more this, more that. And it's just like that pushes me because I, I came from, you know, poverty um my mom's passed away you know i have a lot of things going against me um you guys seen i had hurt my knee in the fight i mean it, it's no it's no secret now i have something going on with my knee um so i have a lot of things that like could possibly hold me back but i use them as motivation um so like my my thing that i like to say and it's on the shirt it's greatness comes from within I believe that everybody has the ability to do anything they want to do if they just push. Like, I, I, I can't really explain how I do it on the crappy days because you just have to do it. You have to go through the motions. You just got to do it. But I believe everybody can achieve anything, and it has it inside them. But I don't think everybody has the will and dedication to bring it out of themselves. I like that answer a lot. That's true, man. That speaks to discipline, man. You know, and not everybody, not everybody knows what that is or knows how to de develop that. You know, habits. but you're so young and you have it. Yeah, habits. I don't mean to go on another little rant, but habits, man. If you want to build discipline, 
It never comes quick. You got to use <coughs> habits. We're habitual animals. If you break your bad habits with good habits. Like me, I used, I used to smoke a lot of nicotine. I even smoked black and miles. I, I love to smoke my black and miles. Yes, bro. Listen, get up in the morning. and I wanted a black and mild every morning. You know how I beat that? I'd get up in the morning and go for a run. Once I went for a run and I can already barely breathe, why I don't why I that just it's gonna kill me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I beat my my I I took a good habit, had a bad habit, and I just and then and then it it seems like discipline, but it's it's we're habitual animals. You break the habit and you're good. Yeah. I like it because that's some of the stuff like with uh with well like what I do. It's like you know sometimes I can't always train, but I gotta keep in mind you know. I'm breaking bad habits with good habits. I'm still producing something of quality that I need to. I'm still marking off goals that are on my list. So it's like, yeah. and plus when I wake up after a fight, it takes a little longer to heal. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to ask, I'm curious, because you said, you know, with training for amateur, you kind of wanted to go fight and you got the chance with Street Beast. Had you ever been in a street fight before or was it always like in the gym? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Funny story. <laughs> Um, back in high school, we got into a fight in the cafeteria. Yeah. Like, yeah, a fist fight in the cafeteria. Like, we've been <laughs> friends for a while. Like, our families are friends and stuff. So we knew each other all our lives. But if you don't fight, you're not real friends, right? Hey, what, what was it over? We need to know the story. Was it <laughs> no, listen, was it's, girl, it's too funny. What so we both used to make music, right? Ah, and we had okay, gotten okay. to an argument over a basketball game, but then people started accusing people of stealing lyrics. So it just, it was stupid stuff, but it got blown out of proportion. But I mean, we've always been the people we are now, man. We're we're prideful men. We're just more composed and mature now. We weren't as composed <laughs> and mature back then. Yeah, I was like sixteen, and he was like fourteen. Yeah. 15. I had a stinger on my nose for like three weeks. <laughs> I know. I'm uh, asked in the comments uh, if you were going to make a Super Bowl event. Oh, yeah. When is the Super Bowl event? It's March 25th, bro. March Arizona. Multi pinch. Listen, I, 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 don't, I don't like to be a man that speaks out of. That doesn't – all right, I like to be very truthful. I won't say yes now, but I can promise you as soon as I get done, I'll march in my room and discuss it with my lady. Because, <laughs> listen, I'm the man, but my lady run things from behind the scenes. <laughs> real shit, real shit. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, happy wife, happy life, right? Damn straight. Sure. Yes, sir. Hey, before we move on, I wanted to ask uh, – one, are you guys still making music? And then two, what kind of music are we talking about? Um, no. I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I don't know. I definitely don't. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say I would say my thing was I made music up until I started taking MMA serious. And the way that I am is when I have something like I'm passionate about, which I was with music. If I have two things, I will spread my attention and not go anywhere with either of them and like i got to a point where i was trying to like do music and mma in my free time and it just wasn't working so i i, I looked at like my future and thought i had a better chance of making it fighting so i chose that but uh we're definitely rapping dog yeah. come on we're from florida yeah. 
Right. I figure, I figure nothing wrong with that, man. Hey. That's fine. Yes, sir. I no, would I'm ask saying. for a verse real quick, but I ain't going to put y'all on the spot, you know. Hey, listen, listen. My first song I ever wrote, I'll give you the chorus to it. It was with, Let's listen, we, we had a trio. It was me, him, and our other homeboy. But this is a song me and our other homeboy right, wrote. It goes, I'm smoking and I'm sipping, slapping hoes because they tripping, hitting niggas with the weapon, murk a bitch, and then I'm dipping, fuck. I don't remember how the rest of it goes, but we took the OT Genesis beat, cut it, and we had it like, we had it like Blunson, bitches, Blunson, bitches, Blunson, bitches. But again, we was like 14, like hot box in a minivan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Yes, sir. But nah, it, it's dope though. It's still something like, you know what I'm saying? Every now and then it's it, it's cool to tap into like the artistic side because we're such like physical. It's it's cool to mess with the brain sometimes. Oh yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a freedom in it. I think one of my favorite pieces is actually when I was going through some of my um cleaning up my lifestyle and stuff, and I ended up doing a train, and it came out of a tunnel and it said train to nowhere, and I just drew chains over every single wheel. He was just stuck with some of smoke coming out of his mouth, and to me that was like a representation of me really just letting it out and being like, you know, I am I was stuck, and now I'm gonna make that move forward. That's so, dope, bro. Yeah, art, you know, there's so many different ways for art. I love it. I get to meet all sorts no, of people. No, for sure, bro. For sure. I mean, shit, every now and then me and my lady will just go, like, paint, bro. Neither of us can paint for nothing, bro. But screw it, you know. We'll just go paint. It's just cool to, like, get it out, like you said. Yeah, I'm cool it, you know. Paint shit, sure. smoking shit. I'm just painting, painting on it. <laughs> yes, sir. And really, in that way, you're, you're exercising a different part of your mind, yeah. you know. Hey, and we let me all, ask this. Do you boys like to read? Yeah, I get done with reading. I'm getting up there with my books. I'm getting Listen, up there with my books. I'm trying to I'm trying to get back into it. I just had one of the fighters on my fight team give me uh you ever heard of a book called The Five Rings? I got that in my, my bookcase. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir, bro. I'm I'm on uh fire uh the scroll of fire or um whatever. Whatever that chapter is, it's a scroll of fire, something of fire. But uh, I told him, I was like, I got to get my own copy because I feel like that's a book that is like you read that multiple time, times through your career and you have a different perspective on it every time you read it. Yamoto Mushi, I think. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, man, I know it's a little later, but I know way back, I know people was asking what you've been doing for training lately. Oh, what have I been doing for training lately? All right, so let me break it down to you. My off days are Tuesdays. What is it? It's Tuesdays and or Mondays and Thursdays. All right. Yeah. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're in uh combat or it's fight me combat sports. All right, we have boxing, wrestling, and Muay Thai in different classes going on different days. Fridays and Sundays we're at Vickery Jiu Jitsu practicing on our Jiu Jitsu. Dude. And Saturdays were either doing conditioning, like uh, like we'll go to one of the local high schools and do conditioning, or we'll go to a park and do conditioning, or we just do like an MMA class at the gym with uh, Fight Me Combat Sports. But we're we're going five days a week, and then we got to set up on the back court too. So even on our days off, we get working. And um, on, on a personal thing, I mean, I I like to get my cardio in every day. Um, I get my push-ups when I get up in the morning. I try to put myself on a strict regimen. And, I mean, I, I it's come to show when I put that difference picture. My first fight from Street Beefs to now, man, it's crazy. 
I saw that picture. I actually had a, a question about that. Because I say with the two that you compared, you know, a lot, you know, there's a lot of growth in that cage that we learn about ourselves as fighters. And yes. what would you want to tell yourself before that first fight at Street Beast? You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, bro. I used to think I was, oh my gosh. All right, first of all, not only did I think that I was just untouchable, I used to think that I like had had these like in cra- crazy hands, right? If you go back and watch my first Street Beef fights, anytime I threw punches, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's insane. And even though up until this point, I've basically only grappled it's i mean it's my bread and butter but like oh my striking's so clean man and even in my amateur matches like if i don't if if someone's not gonna force me to like use my striking or i don't see the opening clear uh, i'm gonna drag you down to where i like to drag people down but my striking has gotten so much better so honestly that's what i would tell myself that and get in the gym because it was like six months from my first Street Beef fight that I actually decided to start going to the gym with him and training with real fighters. And how long have you been training? You said you're 22 right now? Yeah. I, um, solidly, I would say, because I was inconsistent. Even when I first got in the gym, I was inconsistent. But I'd say solidly like six months, seven months. <laughs> you, you, you've shown a lot of progression in such a short time, bro. I mean, sky's the limit for you right now, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I got to give all, all, all respect to the, the coaches and the fighters. Cause I mean, he has an amateur belt for knowing street beefs, you know, we got a few other guys around our weight classes. All of us have uh positive records. We got heavyweights, Nico prices in the gym. Our coaches all, you know, corner Nico at his events. Like, they're seasoned guys. Like, we're just a whole bunch of killers, and, and iron sharpens iron. So, it's either you swim or you sink. And I, I chose I like to breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I was going to say, man, you're 11 fight win streak. Do you have any sponsors yet? I'm curious. Oh, yes, sir. I do. I do. Um, Ace of Fades Barbershop, Pelletier and Sons Construction. Um, I have a partnership with uh, Dub Ecoms. It's Smoke Bud backwards. Uh, he's my shirt guy that got it done for me. Um, he prints all my stuff that I do. Um, and then uh, I got a few other like little little deals here and there. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. And I seen a comment talking about wrestling. Um, I I wrestled for one year in high school, and then I tore my ACL. So if you want to count that. Um, I did do that. And then before I got in the gym, as I said, I, I was training for like six, seven months on the back porch with him. So if you, I've technically like a year of wrestling and then a, a year of MMA training. So it, if you want to call it that, you can call it that. But I, I don't count that as training. What I've been doing for the past six, seven months is, is that's training. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's four or five days a week, you know, two plus two to four hours, you know what I'm saying? That's that's real training. Florida boy, how long have you been training? Uh, I, I've wrestled since, like, 2013 when I was a freshman. So I've wrestled for about 10 years, and including I wrestled D2. I actually wrestled on the same college as Baby Hawk. Me and, me and Baby Hawk were teammates. Okay, cool. And then I've been training <laughs> MMA since like 2019, but 
but like right when I started training, Corona hit. So like for like six months to eight, six, seven, eight months, I couldn't really train or do anything, get any fights. And that's when I, that's when I, I had my first fight. And then I was like, shit, Street Beast is having fights. Like, I'm going to go fight for Street Beast. I'm going to get me a fight. Like, fuck this shit. I ain't waiting no longer. <laughs> I already waited like six to seven months after my first fight. And I was itching because my first fight, I actually fought at 45. And yeah. um, I submitted it in the first round. So I was like, I didn't take much damage. I only got hit like once or twice. So I was ready to fight like the next day. And everything got shut down like a month later. I was like, this is some bull crap. Hungry. Yeah, shit happens. Hungry, yeah. hungry, hungry. War ready. Um, do you, uh, uh, I guess for both of y'all, do you guys uh, watch the other branches of Street Beefs? And if so, uh, what fighters catch your eye? Um, I don't, I don't pay a whole lot of attention as I do to the OG branch, just because it's not as relative to me. Because I, I mean, I travel travel sixteen hours to get to Virginia, so. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's already like a mission to get there really. That's kind of why I haven't been back. Um it's just a mission and I really want my next fight to be against Sensation and he's had a lot of um injuries uh our Amy fights match up the perfect time to where we would be interfering with <coughs> either one if we went to a date. So I just really want to lock that date in, but I would do that. I would say I would say, um, of course, Viking Warrior has been yeah. impressive. I like Lights Out, too. Lights Out is impressive. And see, the thing is, though, is like sometimes I get the yards confused. So I would say what yards they do, but I'll probably get them confused. I think um, I think the scrap yard looks pretty cool with the turf and stuff. Yeah, so that's... And, uh, Scotty Showtime and Panda Man are both pretty fire, I think. Yeah, hey, listen. And, and that beach fight put me on with Panda Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's dope. I like grapplers, man. I like watching it. A lot of people don't understand it, but when you know what people are doing, it's like, oh, I see what you're doing with your foot right there. Oh, sweet. Ah. Uh, and that panda man got some nasty cauliflower ear. His ears. Yeah, so nasty. you know what? You know he'd be in the gym. You know what I'm saying? I think like, the craziest part that like, I thought was the fight when I heard, he fucking oil checked me. You just see him cock back both his feet and then boom, square in Panda Man's chest. Bam! You know what's crazy? I've watched that fight so many times because that fight was right before I fought Beach. And I'm a guy, yeah. like, I, yeah. I will watch your tape and I will see what little things you do. Like, my guy, when he goes to kick, he, he like, goes from this and already moves his hands before he kicked. So, like, when I shot, he had moved his hands and I either thought he's going to punch or he's throwing that, that signature body kick. And then, boom, double leg, choke down 40 seconds. So, I'm big on tape. I watched that so many times. I never heard that he said I got oil checked before he kicked him. I didn't know what happened. It was confusing. <laughs> they, he paused and then boom. Yeah, that's he just like you fucking oil checked me. And that's when he was like, I'm sorry. And like, yeah, I was like, Dang. So, yeah, yeah, it was cool after the fight, but <laughs> that's a once in a lifetime thing, man. Let's hope. Let's hope it's once in a lifetime for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. If it, if that's there, I, I mean, I hit him. <laughs> that's the breast yeah. wing. That's the breast hey. <laughs> I, I was curious, since we're talking about good fights, what is one of your fights that you feel uh, you're most proud of? Mm. Um, okay, so not a lot of people know this. 
one of my fights isn't on the Street Beefs page because it got deleted because they had, um, they like switched the ref and like switched the camera and a button got hit. I don't know exactly how it happened. Um, I that's the one where I had an 18 second uh submission. So yeah, so guy like do one two. I shot, took his back, like didn't suplex him, but I like. Matt returned him and then just took his back and, and choked him out really quick. Um, what, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, that was Donnie Hands. No, that was Donnie Hands. Donnie Hands. Um, I'm pretty sure he boxed after that. That was at the Tampa event. Um, I would either say that one or my El Nino fight just because I, I, had, I was very low skill level and I only won that fight from pure heart and will. I should have lost it, honestly, because he was of higher skill level than me at that point. And he had some weight on me. That was a fun fight to watch, the uh, El Nino one. You guys were all dirty, too. I like that. With some yeah. Of those yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, listen, the Tampa Yard's coming back. And um, I don't know if I'm going to be fighting, but I will be there as a guest ref. All right. All right. Tampa. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you're definitely an a OG uh you know, you're you're an OG to the OG yard, bro. You know that, what I'm saying? Like, it really didn't take much time. Or you could say you're you're a young legend over there, you know? Yes, sir. Um, rightfully so, bro. So with two belts, man, um, what's next? What's next? I see you doing uh, the Ammies. Uh, what's next with Street Beefs? And what's next with your career in general? All right. So I like to be humble and I don't like to be selfish in life. But I need number three. Sensation. Not ducking me, but Sensation. He needs to put that 135 on the line. Listen, I walk, I'm, I'm, one, I'm 150 or 147 right now. The cut to 135 is nothing. My next fight on February 18th is a 45. My next one, we're already booking March 11th, going to be a 35. I'm going to start making the cut. It'll be less than like, you know, less than a 15-pound cut. Or 15 pound max, you know what I'm saying? Nothing huge. So like 35 is not unfathomable for me. Sensation is a very respectable fighter. There's a lot of banger fights, but I just don't think his grappling is there. And I don't think he has the fight IQ to use his striking to keep me from taking him down. So mm-hmm. that's where I am next. And the boy Sensation got my 25 though. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let me get my shot next after. After Mono gets his shot, he needs to let me get my shot. We need matching belts. <laughs> That's all. That's all. We don't like to be selfish, but it's rightfully so. I like it, but I hear the fight IQ. You talk about, you know, the, you know, watching the beach, he drops that before he kicks. Uh, you know, we had a few guests that when they talk about it, you really hear that fight IQ. It's kind of cool to see it implemented in the room. Yeah, I mean... I can't say I've always had it because, I mean, you see how we, we spoke about how I used to, you know, throw my punches. But, again, I got to accredit it to the sensei because he's between – even in wrestling, we went to the high school together. He was a junior and I was a freshman. I played football. I didn't want to wrestle. I was like, unitards are weird. I don't want to wear those. And he's like, bro, just try it. Come to one practice. And just like with MMA, he did the same thing. I fell in love with it. So I got to credit to him. And again, our coaches, man. Yeah, I just needed somebody that knew how to wrestle. Like after during Corona, I needed somebody that knew how to wrestle. Training to train dummy. With me. So I was like, "Yo, like I'm gonna teach you some jujitsu, and we're gonna get into MMA." Yeah. So I'm I mean, like training it, party. 
it paid <laughs> off so well. Um, but again, I just got to credit to my coaches and stuff. They they really pay attention to the little things, and that made me pay attention to the little things. And I mean, when I went into the gym for the first time, they told me, "Hey, you're you're a great grappler. You know what I'm saying? Um, you obviously need to get better, but you, it it'll do you in your first amateur fight." They said, but how are you going to get there? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you can't strike. He's like, you literally have almost zero striking. So, like, they were honest with me about it. Like, they didn't lie to me. They're like, you have so much potential, but right now, like, it's not there. And it wasn't because, like, I – it was just unknowledge. Like, it, I didn't have the fight IQ to know. Like, when – I didn't know when you throw a two, you twist, you know, you twist the back – I had no clue. Everything I threw was with my shoulders and over the top. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just the little things, and it made me really pay attention to it. And I, no matter what it is, like I said, with, when it's a passion, I'm like a student of the game. I, I, just, I just study it so hard, and I, like, fall in love with it. It's awesome. And that's another thing. If, if you're not enjoying it, then you, like, you, you're just going to lose the motivation. You always got to find a way to have fun. So Oh, I think not gonna oh, lie. Sometimes oh, when I kind of what? Hold on, I saw a comment. I want to answer. So my go-to move, I don't. I honestly don't like to shoot. I don't like to shoot. I like to tie up and get a body lock. I'm big on trips, but I like to underslip and take the back while we're standing, and then we're inevitably gonna go to the ground. I'm gonna get the body triangle in, and then we're gonna get the rear naked in. Listen, I have. I have three of those on my resume, and then two of my fights that I didn't finish it. I had it in the last 10 seconds of the fight against El Nino and Menace Mike. That I'm a rear naked choke specialist. That's my favorite move. All right, go on. My bad, guys. No, I didn't it. Honestly, it's simply funny, Joel. No, that Menace Mike fight, though? Oh, man, I was so into that. I was jumping in my seat. I was like, come on, get him. Get him on you. <laughs> he kicked me in the face in that fight. It's the thumbnail. After yeah. the fight, he asked me if he kicked me in the face, and I told him no. I didn't feel it. The adrenaline, and it was just like just the tip of his shoe caught my jaw. I didn't think he hit me. That's why after I put my hands down and shook my head, being cocky, because I didn't think it landed. I rewatched it. I'm like, bro, I just got kicked in the face with his shoe. It was dope, though, in all respect to him. I would say after our second fight, Menace Mike was a very respectable and and I and I broke through that Colby Covington menace Mike persona, and I got to meet Mike. You know, and he's a cool guy, man. All respect to him. I, mean, I can dig that. That's, that's, that's what I have to hear. You know, I think we're all we all just got different levels. My bad, buddy. I was just saying, like, sometimes you go to war and you end up coming out. You know, uh, you know, not enemies. You know, sometimes you make friends. You know, sometimes it's a neutral stance. You know, but uh. We always get that respect afterwards. Yes, sir. That's what it's all about, respect. I think what some of my best friends have been after a fight. They will fight disagreement half the time. Why do we fight? I don't know, but we're good friends now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly how it goes. Now, I was going to ask, if you could meet any fighter, who would it be? See, that would be hard, man. Because I would really want to, like, answer that easily and jump straight to Khabib, jump straight to him. Because he's so dominant, and he's so disciplined, and he knows what he wants in a fight. 
and he forces it like he forces it in a very technical and unforced way, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And just I would say him, but Demetrius Johnson, DJ, he's just so smart, so smart, like inside and outside of the cage. But someone with that much fight IQ, you just there's you can always learn something at having a conversation with them. Oh, yeah. All right. What about you, Florida boy? Anyone you want to meet? Shit. I mean, I was thinking Demetrius Johnson, but I feel like I got to say somebody else now. Well, listen. Hold on. He, he, put me, he put me on DJ. No, I, like, I didn't pay that much attention to how really smart he was, and then he really put me on DJ. So no, I, I okay. would probably I'd probably like to meet Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel. Mm. Bo Nickel for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not that big in the UFC, but he's just gotten to the UFC, and I'm a really big fan of like Penn State wrestling, and I know he's a badass wrestler, so I go Bo Nickel. Oh, yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, what are uh, some other uh, besides those guys? Who are some other influences you guys uh, have taken on? You know, outside of those. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely the Diaz brothers, brothers, man. man. Listen, Let's we are both um, medical and friendly. Absolutely. And we both and are very prideful. I would say that we're a lot more humble than them. I would say there's some inspiration. I like to look at like I mean, Bryce I recently learned about him, but I seen the way he like took out um. Uh, who was it? Said legend, the Brazilian guy. I can't think of his name right off my head right now. Okay, I know what you're talking about. He just about. took a um, uh, I don't want to say the wrong name. Not Ilya, not Ilya. What's his name? But the last guy. Barbosa. Barbosa. It's in, it's in yeah. Barbosa. And he dominated him with wrestling. And I, ain't, I never really heard of him before that. But like his style, I looked out. I seen him get a twister finish. Like he's, he's a beast. I like to look at. I mean, I'm a wrestler, so I like to take notes out of wrestlers' books because most of their tricks work for a reason. There's a reason they got to where they are. I definitely want to try to step up my because I know at this time we're having more of a wrestling background that I have put my opponents into a better position to try to get a submission on me because I'm not, I don't have the full knowledge of what, what's available to me. Or sometimes I'll be a little bit more stiff instead of just trying to roll with it and making use of what I can. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 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 Speaking of speaking of that, like habits, we have a friend that's been training with us. He wrestled uh, around the time we wrestled in high school, but he went to a different high school than us. Um, but we've been getting him into the gym, into our jujitsu gym, and I had to explain to him like, use your wrestling, but use it wisely, because all the good stuff in wrestling. We'll get you in bad positions come MMA or jiu-jitsu. Like, it like, and I had to learn the same thing. The first time he brought me into uh, one of his jiu-jitsu gyms, because he goes to a few. Um, it, was a, it was a gym called Black Tie. Um, went in there, and I'm, you know, I'm confident. I had won a street beef fight or two. I'm ready to go. And I kept double-legging myself into a triangle. Like, after, like, the second or third time, this kid was basically standing straight up because I just would shoot, and he would just – and I didn't, I had no I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah, either choked that way or triangled every time. And he was, like, having fun with me. I was getting frustrated because I'm like, I know I can wrestle. But it was just like, oh, there's such, a, like, a learning curve. 
Like like I said, you just got to learn what you know. What's going to ask you? One of the fun questions I like to have is, you know, people have different answers. And to anyone who wants to actually fight or pursue an amateur career or fight a street beat, what would, be, what would you tell them? Cardio. Cardio. If, yeah, cardio is king. And if, if you want it more than the other person and you have a better cardio than them, you'll win like 60%, Like 100% of the time, hard work beats talent. 100% of the time. I see, I see a lot of people get tapped from submissions that definitely shouldn't be working. They're not technically done properly or don't even look very tight. And it's I feel that it's due to exhaustion. They're just so tired that they're just pretty much yeah. have given up. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Another thing I would say, man, is, like, roll with your friends. Feel what it feels like to get choked out. You know what I'm saying? Learn not to panic. Yeah, be comfortable in those uncomfortable positions. Boom. Exactly. Perfectly said. Be comfortable in the uncomfortable positions. I'm Real quick, what are some things you do for cardio? Um, me personally, I like to get up and run every morning. Um, and, and as I like to tell people, if, if your cardio is bad, go for a quarter mile jog, do a half mile, walk a mile, just start building the habit. Once you build the habit, then start like recording yourself. I'll give everybody the app that I use, start making it a challenge. Um, I don't do my cardio like as intensely as I used to because road work is, is bad on the knees and ankles and stuff. I, I like to do my research. But I, I mean, I was getting down to almost like a six minute mile just because I was getting up every morning for work and just running, running and running. So just I, I like to get up and run. And then uh, we do six minute rounds when we do jujitsu, just like rolling with each other um, in the gym, in the, like, the boxing gym. We do five minute rounds. Um, we do like five, five minute rounds or in jujitsu, we do like a two hour class of like six minute rounds and we roll at the house. We go to submission. I think our record is like a, like a 26 minute roll. So it's just like, we get it like other than running, we just like train at high capacity over long periods of time. And like, it sucks. It won't be easy. The guy that we were talking about, we just got training with and spent the first two weeks throwing up at the gym. And I mean, he'd throw up, he'd rehydrate, and he'd hop back in. And then he got to the point to where bros lost like 45 pounds. He's down to like 165. And, and he used to wrestle too. So he's like a, he's like a little short, you know, stocky guy. He's, he's going to be a problem when you bring him to the Tampa yard. But I mean, it's just hard work, man. Dedication and all that, all that good stuff. Oh, man, here all this picky wants to train with you. Ah, hey, so listen, I always tell people, man, whether, whether you want to come into the gym and get a chance at, at seeing Nico Price and the Blood and Fresh train, or you want to come to the house because we got the whole setup here and train with Florida Boy MMA, I always like to offer it, even to my both my amateur opponents that I beat because I'm, ve I'm very big on, like, respect and everything. I let them know if they would like to come get work in, I'm always open to doing that because I'm – I mean, and in, in a respectful way, I see a hole in their game. Neither of them had great grappling and were great grapplers. You know what I'm saying? We could help them out. And then 
all it does for me is help me build my brand if I'm working and training with more fighters and helping them and stuff. And, and, and that's what I'm big on building our brands. I mean, we have our shirts on. You know what I'm saying? He has his Florida boy. I have my Manu. And then together, we're trying to put together. So in some years from now, we can own a gym under Florida boy MMA and have our own fight team and fighters. We got a plan, man. We really do. We're just, we're just grinding every day to make it happen. Man, I'd love to hear that. I, I really hope that you everything is full succession. That's fucking awesome. Or that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Keeping it real. Even JJ said, keeping it real. Oh, yes, sir. Appreciate you, JJ. So, anything else you want to ask real quick, Stormcat? Uh, man, I think we covered uh, pretty much everything, man. It's been a, a great conversation. Uh, we have the double champ, and uh, man, I, I just uh, appreciate you guys coming on tonight. And uh, yeah, man, I think that's a wrap, bro. Yes, we got to keep going. I appreciate y'all for having us, man. A lot. So yeah, give us a let everyone know where they can find you. The shout out you have to give Instagram, YouTube, okay. all the fun all stuff. All right, let's go. So you could check me out on Instagram at Manu the Great Official. You could check him out on Instagram at Florida Boy Fights, and you could check our joint page out at Florida Boy MMA. Also on Facebook, you can find his Florida Boy MMA account and my Manu the Great account. Hop over to YouTube. We got Manu the Great. We got Florida Boy MMA. Um, she's she's. Shout out to Ace of Fades Barbershop, man. Um, shout out to, obviously, Fight Me uh, uh, Combat Sports. And, and a huge shout out to the coaches and Nico for bringing us to our success the past weekend. Shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to Street Beast. Greatness all around, man. Greatness all around. Man, well, thank you both. I really, I can't wait to see the future because I got some of my own plan. So that means I'll have a place to come train when I'm coming down there. I'll come yes, see you Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, have a wonderful night. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate both of you. And, uh, yeah, take it easy. All right. Have so, a great night, you. guys. You both, too. And with that being said, we normally do a quick little um, commercial from OCH. But we have a little something different because we need a little bit of that real talk. You know why we're here. So if you have any doubts or reservations, now is the time to say so. No one will think any less of you. Because once you enter this family, there's no getting out. Hey, what's this fucking thing you plan on? What the fuck it is? You never watched that up? These are real FBI recordings of four men talking about a mob TV show that they love. These men belong to a real crime family known as the DeCalicante family. In the TV show The Sopranos, Tony Soprano is the head of a fictional mob family. The Sopranos are violent, brutal, and unforgiving. But there was a real New Jersey crime family before The Sopranos. Yeah, it was cool. The New York Mafia families have never looked at the DeCalicantes as anything more than a glorified crew. 
If you listen to Bruce Springsteen, he'll tell you everything you need to know about New Jersey. New Jersey is the place you want to get out of, and you aspire to come to New York. It's the place next to power. It's the place next to money. It's the place next to celebrity. If uh, you asked anybody who was in the five families in New York, I don't think they'd want to be a member of, of the Jersey mob. I actually know of some cases where, you know, guys couldn't get made in New York and had it as a last resort, take Jersey. Tony Soprano is always thinking about the good old days when he thought that the uh, mafiosi were more Spartan, uh, they were more loyal, they obeyed the oaths of Omerta, of, of uh, how to conduct themselves as men of honor. It's called burning hell. May I burn in hell? I betray my friends. In real life, they know that they're being watched, uh, getting their pictures taken. They gotta watch that their phones are untapped. They gotta watch that the club that they hang in isn't bugged. They gotta be afraid now if the guy they're talking to is turn a wire on them. They're absolutely paranoid, but you have to be. There is no way they're as powerful today as they were, say, 30, 40, 20 years ago. Today, they're lucky they can get a reservation at a restaurant, you know, really, literally. That was awesome. All right. Can't wait to see that real talk, Jerry. That shit look fire. I ain't gonna lie. Fire? Wait. Fire is in a minute. What you talking about, Willis? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, let me not get too carried away. I'm, uh, we still got to do uh, some fighters to watch. Am I right? I believe so. so. Buddy V's fighters to watch. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, yeah, of yeah. course, you know, we gotta start with the scrap yard. We got yeah. Cookie Monster. Now, I picked this guy because he came out like, like a couple months ago, but it was a good fight. He fought Bamson, and Bamson was one of the fighters to watch before he was on the growth. I really love his fighting style. But Cookie Monster, um, Sean very he was very reserved and had a lot more technicality in his style of fighting. So he came out, he had his fight, he was very humble. He finished his fight, did a tough mess, thanked his opponent, he left the yard. What was the most curious thing, though, was just, like I said, how reserved he was. I really want to see what happens when he has someone that has the same level of skill. I want to see that this guy go unchanged. I want to see him swing. I want to see him pushed against the corner. I, yeah, I want to see him tested. <laughs> now, number two, Street, Street Feast West Coast. We got Glitch. Now, this man has almost made the list one or two other times. I've been a fan of him. I didn't get to see his most recent fight, which was a, a Muay Thai or kickboxing match, I believe. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. But I've been hearing great things, and I can't wait to watch it. He's got my eye. His boxing matches are killer. I like the way he fights. He's got his head tucked. He moves with a purpose. His punches aren't growing crazy. This man knows what he's about to do when he does it, which is one of my reasons why he's on my fighters to watch. I want to see what more he does when he grows that skill level, because he got some. <laughs> Bitch, man. Right? That's my my old teammate, man. Go red lion. So you guys know what he's about then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We trained together for a good but a good bit. And uh yeah, man, he fought this weekend. He won his Muay Thai bout against Marauder. Amazing performance. Uh first round finish. Uh the the edited video isn't out yet, but if you guys want to check that out, all you have to do is go to Heart in the Fight channel 
and uh, you'll see the live stream for uh, West Coast 24. And uh, go check it out, man. You'll see bangers the entire day, straight bangers. I just saw the, the uh, thumbnail or like a picture where uh, Glitchy had that little teep against Marauder and he was like doing a Superman punch. Oh man! Oh, gotta see that. Sorry, we got carried away. All right, the OG yards. We have T Cole. Now watching, you know, I go through my fights because there's so many we miss them. And I saw one that said, uh, "Fighter back after 10 years of boxing." So I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I watched. It was pretty good." So I start going through those videos, and this one was the most recent one that I've seen, and I just really like it. He shows that you know, big boys can move. Big boys got skill and heart. I've even seen one or two times in the fights where he does damn near a bat spring roll after getting hit or slipped, and he comes back up like nothing. And it's just, I was amazed. I love to see fighters like this. I love to see the heart when they come out. And, yeah, he slugged it out. Definitely a fighter to watch. So those are my three fighters to watch. Dope. But I need a, need a, little, need a little fire for my small. I need a little fire. Yeah, man, I think you just heated it up. Let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, what's up? Southland the Fire 5, we back. I'm going to go ahead and take you all the way to the OG yard. First firefight. Beach versus Lil Mac. I mean, what more can I say? These are uh, two iconic OG yard fighters. Uh, you know, these guys actually fought twice. So, I mean, it's it's a double treat. You can go check out the first fight. And right after, you can check out the second fight. Um, Both men are boxing. Uh, As we know, Beach is an MMA uh, specialist. But uh, Beach got them hands, too. And if you know Lil Mac, Lil Mac Mac got hands for days. Uh, Again, great skill and technique by both men. Check out both fights. Fire fights. Street Beef's OG Yard. Beef. (laughs) Beach versus Lil Mac. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Street Beef Scrapyard, you see it. Supernova versus The Comedian. This was another boxing match. Beautiful boxing displayed by both fighters. Uh, Every single round, man. Every single round. Two dogs, equal skill. Um, It's one of those fights that you want to see, man. Um showing great heart both men i mean the volume was there uh looking at both men you wouldn't think man are these gonna are these guys gonna last every round are they gonna bang it out every round like that every round straight fire uh street beef scrapyard supernova versus the comedian firefight let's go ahead and move on yeah we going back to the street beast west coast we had a, a former Gorilla Lion earlier in uh, the Fighters to Watch with Glitch. And we're going to have another Gorilla Lion with Cimarron. Cimarron versus Streetbender. Fire fight. So fire that these men had to fight twice. Check out both fights. This is the first fight right here. And, I mean, the thumbnail says a lot. That's all I'm going to say. The thumbnail says a lot. Uh, big Boy Boxing. 
point blank period. A lot of back and forth, uh, both men finding openings to, to create opportunities. And, uh, you know, one man capitalizes on the other. Street Beef's West Coast, Street Bender versus Cimarron. Firefight. Let's go ahead and move on. Yeah, we back at the OG yard. Street Beef's OG yard. Amorphous versus Bear. This is one of those fights where you, you can't judge a, a, a book by its cover. You really can't. Uh, ever. Uh, there's a tug of war at the beginning of this fight. And by the end of it, as you can see, it doesn't last too long. You got a surprising finish. Uh... Awkward style, but sometimes that's what you need in a, in a firefight. Street Beef's OG Yard, Amorphous versus Bear. Firefight, check it out. Now we're going to move on to the last firefight. And I'm taking you all the way back to Street Beef's West Coast. Y'all might have forgot about this one. This is an, a hidden gem. WA versus El Feo. This is a firefight right here. And what we see is uh, with Wade, with W.A., age truly is just a number when it comes to fighting that man. It's just a number. Uh, true warrior battling a young lion. And uh, it wasn't an easy bout. Uh, but it's exciting to see, uh, you know, two people go heads up. It, it, it's, it's really nice to see. You know what I'm saying? Anytime uh, W.A. steps in the ring, you know, everyone's watching because you know it's going to be a banger. Street Beast West Coast, WA versus El Feo, firefight. Sam K in the Fire Five. Hell yeah, I like those Fire Five. That's what we needed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is what yeah. we do. Yes, Gee. Not <laughs> no, but yes, Gee. I like that. Oh, man, you're still one of my favorite fighters, too. Well, you know, that was a fun-ass show, man. man thank you, Madu, for coming on. And thank you, Florida Boy, too, man. That was cheap. Yeah, we got a double whammy. We got a double whammy, bro. And, um, yeah, like you said, man, thank, thanks to those guys giving their time. Uh, because, uh, again, as you see, Manu, he's, he's a man who's always, you know, he's got something going on all the time. He's constantly training. Uh, constantly, you know, putting that work in and uh, you see the results. And uh, for him to join us tonight, it, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a pleasure, man. Uh, he took time out of his day for us. Like, say it again. I said he took time out of his day for us. So, yeah, I can dig it. <laughs> yeah, man. And once again, for the community, you know, we saw him the other night on the uh, award show, you know, and uh, I want to say, uh, yeah, he had just got finished fighting, you know, not too long prior to the award show uh so you know somebody who always looks back at you know and gives back to the community you know it, it's good to uh to see that man it's rare absolutely well shoot with that being said anything you want to say any shout outs you want to give before we wrap the show up yeah man let's go ahead and close it out uh get my shout outs out the way once again gotta thank manu gotta thank florida boy uh, audience, please go check these two guys out if you're not familiar. Uh, Manu the Great and Florida Boy. Search those two names up. 
check them out support uh i want to thank uh the people in the live chat supporting us uh commenting we appreciate you the people who are watching us on replay we appreciate you guys uh we do this for you guys you know so if you could hit the like button hit the subscribe it's all appreciated um i want to give a shout out to street beach west coast uh we just had a fire ass event uh this past saturday once again if you guys want to watch the entire event for free go to heart in the fight channel on youtube and just search up the uh the uh event 24 just happened a couple days ago fire event uh every fight was banger, knockouts and uh we just started off the year the way it should have went you know what i mean um looking forward to uh next month's event shout out to street beef scrapyard shout out to street beef's og yard shout out to street beef's dirty south we do this for y'all um no. i don't need to do the social media you got me you got me uh if you want to check me out i'm right here every tuesday same time same place same channel uh shout out to buddy v for being the best co-host in the world uh shout out to jay the best producer in the world um Got, definitely got to give a shout out to Daniel Castillo and Heart in the Fight uh, for doing everything that they do and their support. Uh, shout out Overtime Hustling Magazine. I'm going to be featured in their magazine uh, very soon. Uh, you know, those guys are always supporting, always showing love. Uh, shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, man. I think that's pretty much it for me. I, I've been rambling. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. That's what we do. You got you just covered the whole basis. That's all. You made sure everybody was covered. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to what he said. So okay, killing it as always. Woo! And you know, Instagram, Zwell underscore buddy V. You know the website, www.zwell-world.com. That's where you're gonna go find all of my merch, the Yankee and the Brit merch. I actually have a couple new things that are gonna get debuted. And yeah, I think I got something right here. Yeah, let's see come. I just uh, sponsored this new Twitch streamer, and I designed his logo. I put it on my social media, so I drew that real quick for him. And that's Fire. his name, Scars the Ripper in Nordic language. So, yeah. <laughs> kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Kratos' uh, axe on uh, God of War. Oh, yeah. It was reminding me of. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, yeah, not too much other than that. You'll thank everyone that's watching the show. We had a fun time today. I felt like it really just flowed. Uh, it was fun. And, with, shoot, I'm actually inspired. I'm going to get a run tonight. I've been slacking. So, you know what? With that, I don't care how much I don't want to. I'm going to run after the show. So, in the words of uh, Jay, we have one world, one love, deuces. Hey.